Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry. I greatly appreciate the fact that once again, you would join us right here on this program. We're going to jump into this topic, this theme, this thrust that we've been aiming at all this week and probably next week as well. We're talking about and we're diving into the Bible. I mean, we've probably looked at over a dozen verses already around this topic, ingredients of a good Christian. I want to be a good Christian. I want to be a good church member. I want to be a true child of God. But how can we do that? Well, let's look at the Bible. Before we do that, though, let me encourage you to use gospel tracts, to use Bible tracts. I was just talking to a friend of mine, and he was doing a little bit of a historical study on all of the gospel tract providers, all of the tract societies and tract leagues, and Bible Tracks Incorporated came up as well. And he was trying to figure out how many gospel tracts have been put out around the world in the last century or so. And so far, he's still waiting on some responses from different tract ministries and things of that nature. But so far, he's come up with a number over seven and a half billion. Think about that. That's almost one gospel tract for every person in the world. To God be the glory. But I can tell you here at Bible Tracks Incorporated and so many of my friends that are in this vein, that work in this field, we're not planning on stopping anytime soon. The Lord has not yet returned. There are still lost people to win. It's amazing to me to think, though. Let me make sure my math is right. Yeah, that's correct. Bible Tracks Incorporated has accounted for well over 5%, really 6 7 8%, of all of the gospel tracts that we know of, I'm sure there's many others from people that have been unnamed and been lost to history, and please know that God knows, but we might not. But even if we say conservatively, Bible Tracts Incorporated has put out over 608 million gospel tracts, and we've done them, get this, for free. I was just talking not long ago to some juniors at a junior camp. I'm actually at a junior camp right now. Those of you watching the video version of this broadcast may be wondering, where is Brother Micah right now? Well, I'm actually in the Pennsylvania area uh, on the western side of the state, and I'm at a junior and teen camp right now having a great time this summer. I hope you'll reach out. If you need a good junior or teen camp in the Pennsylvania area or New York, Ohio, you reach out to me. I can refer you to a good one. But I was talking to some juniors about the need for gospel tracks and the fact that everybody should use gospel tracks. And the same goes for you. We should all use gospel tracks. 608 million gospel tracks, but friend, we're not done yet. We're printing more as we speak. We're putting gospel tracks into the Buddhist country of Myanmar, Old Burma, the mostly atheistic country of New Zealand, the Catholic country of, of Ecuador to a large degree, of course. There's many other things going on down there in Central and South America. But I can tell you, friend, people need the Lord like never before. Christ's coming is closer today. They need gospel tracks like what I have in my hand. I'm holding one called The Best I Can. Let me read just the first few lines for you if I can. In The Best I Can, it says this, a man is standing by New York Harbor and he suddenly declares to all around him, I'm going to swim to London. And without further ado, he plunges into the water heading for the open sea. 
you, if you are standing there, you might shout, hey, hey, buddy, wait a second. You're not going to get to London that way. And he shouts over his shoulder as he grabs a breath and continues on through the frigid waters. Oh, oh, yes, I will. I'm doing the best I can. You say, that sounds foolish. That sounds silly. Uh, could something like that actually happen? Well, everybody under the sound of my voice that says, I'm doing the best I can when it, we're talking about and in regards to how you're going to get to heaven... Well, friend, that's about as silly as a man trying to swim to London from New York. I'm doing the best I can. Won't get you there. Now, it's not going to be sharks, and it might not be hyperthermia that keeps you from heaven. Friend, it's going to be the lost condition of your soul. If you have questions, I'd love for you to visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. You can order some of this gospel track today. We'll ship them out probably in the next 24, 48 hours if you order them today. But the best I can, maybe you need to read the rest of this for yourself. Go to BibleTracksInc.org today. If you have questions that can't be answered in 24 to 48 to 72 hours, if you need answers right now, text me. I'd love to hear from you. You can get a hold of me at this phone number, 309-316-7240. You can text me at that number. Let me give it to you one more time, 309-316-7240. Greatly appreciate your listenership today. Let's jump into the Bible. Let's see, we've talked about, we've begun in this discussion of the ingredients of a good local church, of a good church, of a good a church member, a good Christian. Why, why are we so impressed with, so uh, put such a, a label of importance on good Christians? Well, because good Christians use gospel tracts, and I want more people to use gospel tracts, and so that's why I'm talking to you today about ingredients of a good Christian. We talked about first the amen or a spirit of agreement is an ingredient of a good Christian. We talked about the meaning. We talked about the mandate, the method. We're not just talking though about the verbal usage of the word amen. We're talking about the spirit of, agree of agreement that should accompany the use of the word amen. Let's look though at the mindset, because this is where the meat and potatoes happen. This is where the rubber really meets the road, the mindset. Look at the book of Matthew, chapter 16. Matthew, chapter 16, verse 24. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. The mindset of agreement, the mindset of the amen is a mindset of discipleship. You see, if you want to have the ingredients of a good Christian, you'll realize that a disciple understands now get this, this may be a foreign concept. Can I tell you, friends, this is, this is a struggle for me too. I'm being a little facetious, I'm being a little sarcastic, but friend, this is something that smacks me upside the head too, okay? Can we commiserate in our failures a little bit here? A disciple understands that the master is in charge. 
that is it, that it is our responsibility to serve the one that's over us that we are not in this life to serve ourselves oh friend man if i if i could control if i could really come to grips with that knucklehead that i look at in the mirror every morning oh man my life my christian life would be so much better right if i could really dive into the agreement spirit that mindset of agreement the spirit of the amen oh my soul i would feel like i'd have more of the ingredients of a good christian think about this if we are supposedly disciples and we cannot agree or provide assent to truth in uh, relation to a program like bible tract echoes where can we if we can't agree on what the bible is saying about this topic I don't, I don't mean just have an agreement in your mind, but have a spirit that even maybe radiates from your face, from your countenance. How will we agree out there in the world? How will we ever shout our love and our discipleship for our Savior, for our Master from the mountaintops, if we can't do it in the privacy of our car while we listen to the radio? You ever heard that song? I'm going to tell that giant, I I want that mount, it belongs to me. Well, if we can't act like we agree with what's preached from behind the pulpit of your local church or on a good radio station like what you're probably listening to right now or on a podcast like this, where will we agree with Scripture? Understand this, this might help your mindset immensely because I know it helped mine. An amen or an attitude of amen doesn't mean you agree with your pastor or even with me. It very likely means that you agree with God. If you don't find people in the Bible amening men, you find them amening what? What do people in the Bible amen? They amen what simple men, (laughs) simple men like me, what simple men spoke about the Almighty God from his book, or with his word. Think about that. We don't amen men's ideologies. We don't amen men's thoughts or philosophies. We amen what scripture says. And yes, it may come to us from men, meaning that I may be a mouthpiece of what God has to say, but I am not the originator. I'm not the author by any stretch of the imagination. We're talking about the ingredients of a good Christian and we need a spirit of, agreement, uh, of agreement. You see, this book, the Bible, it's worthy of an amen. Can I get an amen? Lastly, under the heading of ingredient number one, with amen or agreement, we see as well the magnitude. The magnitude of the amen. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 29, the Bible says this, For our God is a consuming fire. God is described as this powerful element, fire. James chapter 3 verses 5 and 6 talk about that fire. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. This is obviously here talking about the tongue to a degree in a negative light, but as powerful as the tongue is for evil, it's oh so powerful for good. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. 
You know, I was thinking, why get so heavy on this thought of the amen? You may be asking yourself, why are you so, so brash about this amen? Well, as I sit here and I imagine looks on your faces as I'm talking about this, I wonder what your body language would tell me. I wonder if there would be a spirit of agreement. I ask your friend, do you agree with what the Bible says about the amen? I hope you do. We're going to continue and we're going to wrap up this first ingredient. We have two more ingredients of a good Christian. I hope you'll join us tomorrow on the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. I'm so glad you're a part of our listening family. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tracked Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.